Hey guys, Veronica, Andrew, and Nate here. We are Foodies Watching Movies, a podcast dedicated to awesome movies, great food, and that's about it. Check us out on the JIC Network at www.journeyintocomics.com. Maybe throw some money over to our Patreon so we can eat this week. And now your feature presentation. What on earth is that? It's a Journey Into Comics Network production! Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 61 of Poor 360. A very interesting time to be podcasting. I'm actually recording from my my makeshift uh, office, which will be my office for the next at least two weeks as um, as we deal with kind of a not really unprecedented time, but it's definitely a very a different time where we're dealing with a lot of people being quarantined. Uh, here in Illinois, we're currently under a stay-at-home order, which is basically unless you have to leave the house for like food, gas. Um, groceries, medical reasons. They just want you to stay at home. So it's been crazy and with my uh with my office closed, I'm actually been home for the most part since last Tuesday. So it's it's been weird. There's a there's obvious um changes that have to go along with that. I know there's a lot of people out there who aren't fortunate enough to have a job that allows them to work remotely and they're they're currently laid off or they're furloughed or they're in other situations that have caused them to not have employment, which really sucks. And hopefully, um, the way the government's talking, hopefully they get some resources and some benefit to alleviate a lot of those concerns. Um, I know, um, my wife's a teacher and obviously all the schools nationally and pretty much internationally have kind of temporarily closed. So it looks like they're at least closed until... Basically, I think uh, April sixth or seventh. Basically, that week, that f- that first full week of April, and we're interested to see uh, if they even do come back. I know there's talks that uh, they might not reopen the schools till May first. I think uh, Indiana did that, so that's. Unfortunately, I know we have a lot of uh, podcast people and listeners who um, have kids that are in school and. Uh, in Indiana, and yeah, now they have their kids until May 1st, and then I can't quite understand even going back on May 1st, because most kids um, only go to school to the end of May, beginning of June, so if they've been off for over a month, getting them back in school mode for a few weeks is kind of ridiculous, but I don't know if they're trying to extend the school year into June, Uh, I'm I'm not quite sure. Um, This is really, um, like a lot of the government officials have been saying, things are changing on a daily, if not hourly basis. So yeah, it's, it's definitely kind of crazy times. Um, I remember not thinking too much of all this, um, last week, um, and two weeks ago even, because like at one point my wife and I were planning to go visit our friends out in Portland and then even though Seattle was having a rough time because eh, it's Portland, they said they had no confirmed case, everything's still open. And then within a few days, like Illinois shut down completely. Um, restaurants were only open to carry out. Um, bars were closed. Movie theaters were limiting capacity. And 
Um, that happened here, and then the same thing happened out there, and it was like, well, um, what's the point of going out there? We can't go out, we can't go do these things, because uh, you're under the same rules we are. And then I remember uh, we went out and did, um, went to Nate's place uh, last weekend, um, not yesterday in the day, or not this previous weekend, but the weekend before, went out there, and um, yeah, really since then, it's been... Uh, even crazier, uh, Illinois is kind of, with that stay-at-home order, basically everything that's not considered an essential business has been shut down, which is, I've learned a lot since then about the weird gray area of an essential business. Um, I think the, the weirdest thing I think that was open was uh, a garden store. Uh, I was going to... I was. I think I needed something for a project I was doing, and I called them and I asked if they're going to be open because everything had to like Saturday at five, and they were they were going to be open, which I thought was weird because I feel like the last thing you do when you're under a house is you're going to go get mulch or plants or wood. It doesn't help that like within the last twenty four hours we got a couple inches of snow that all came and went. That was weird. Especially now that it's considered the first day of spring, or it's been the first day of spring. I think it happened last week. So it's uh, it's weird, and um, I've been kind of cooped up. And the only big accomplishment is that um, my wife and I worked in the basement to get um, the space between our um, our full basement and our crawl space enclosed. So we built uh, a temporary, well, not really a temporary. We built a we built a wall on top of the the cement half wall. So. We kind of worked on that, and then we used existing wood paneling from our family room before we remodeled to kind of fill that out. And uh, there's some repurposed uh, shutters and some access doors to like access our main water shut off and our um, our exterior spigot shut off. And then we have another access that we can use to get back there or just grab a few things. Then we have paint is easily accessible if we need it. And I also two of the wall panels are um, not fully secured. They're on um, they're on oversized holes and they're kind of hanging there so I can take those off if I need to pull any of the major stuff out. Like we still have some outside stuff like our hoses, um, outside furniture, like outside lawn furniture in there now. And um, yeah, so that was our big project. It's still kind of a mess down there. We haven't really totally cleaned up because there's still a couple odds and ends I want to do to close off some of the space. But it's nice. It's actually... Um, because the crawl space is most part pretty cold because it's uh, just dark and cool in the, the basement where I'll leave the furnace and the hot water heater and everything is um, in all my fish tanks that I've talked about before. So that area is not going to be warmer, which will be nice. Now that we've kind of closed it off, even if it's not insulated, it's still that uh, that barrier will be helpful. Another thing I got to do now is I've got to get some uh, electrical ran behind that wall to put some lighting because it got real dark once I closed off the wall. It was never bright to begin with, but now it's can't even get the benefit of the light at the end of the tunnel. So uh, that's what my wife and I worked on and actually also had some some kind of fun uh, over the weekend uh, at her parents' house. They were kind of going through and doing some kind of spring cleaning. So uh, they actually found uh, Liz's, like, we from, like, high school. So we brought it home because um, we just wanted something to do, something we could do together that's not, like, watching TV or Netflix or all the streaming stuff that's getting probably bombarded with viewership uh, in the past couple of weeks and we also puzzle but that kind of gets bored after a while so 
Uh, and I tried like my Xbox games, but like got Game Pass because I thought that would be fun, and it's fine. But we just haven't had a chance to really um, find a game that we really liked. Uh, except that Rocket League was actually pretty fun because um, I haven't really played video games honestly in like actively in a couple years. Um, I think I looked the last time I touched a video game on my Xbox was an Assassin's Creed game in December of last year, and that was before that it was months it's just i kind of pick it up every so often to play for maybe an hour and then i'm done it's it's sad because i used to really be into it but um having liz uh bring the the wii in was kind of nice because uh we actually uh, earlier tonight we were playing rock band so we had the two um guitars so one was doing guitar one was doing bass and we were just playing around to music and i felt really old because like my hand was getting a little cramped up just playing the guitar and I was like I remember being able to do this for hours on end so I felt a little old um also just using like, this flimsy piece of plastic guitar thing it was definitely uh remember it just reminded me a lot of like high school and GameStop days when all the big guitar hero things and rock band were all super popular and I remember doing like uh there's always like those competitions for it and yeah so it, it was kind of nice to play and i think we'll be doing more of that uh, in the next well, week or two while we're all kind of cooped up because it's just got to get out of the house like we're venturing out to like walk our dog um in the neighborhood because the neighbor the weather's been for the most part nice it was kind of crappy today well yesterday and today um as i'm recording it yesterday as you're listening to it um but I'm hoping the rest of the week will be better and we'll be able to kind of get out and take our dog out just to... Because you're cool. Because I really... I can literally... Where I'm sitting right now, which is where I've been working uh, last week and will work for the next two weeks most likely, uh, is less than 10 feet from where I sleep. So literally, I get up, stay in my pajamas, I go make a cup of coffee, grab something to eat, um, like a piece of fruit, uh like a snack of some sort, like, uh, I had muffins last week, um, and I just come here, sit, and I work, and then work till lunchtime, I go, um, have lunch, uh, with my wife, um, usually I'll take the dog for a walk, then I'll come back, I'll shower, and then I'll get back into work, and work until the end of my work day normally, or about eight hours typically, whatever, it depends on my workload, because uh, our business hasn't really been affected so far yet. We've had some supply issues, but nothing crazy. So it's really been business as usual. It's just been odd to kind of be kind of this cooped up. And usually, so trying to get in the focus. Because, you know, like when you're at home, you never should be focused on work stuff. But, like, the couple odds, it's like, oh, uh, I need to feed the cats. Or, oh, I need to um, I need to start this little laundry. And you can easily get distracted by things around your house. You're not actually fully focusing on work, which is what you should be doing. But um, I think this next week will be better. I think we I've gotten a little bit of a groove for how I want to operate at home and having the ability to like um, text and call uh, your coworkers has really caused a. Sorry, I'm opening my sparkling water, Ice Mountain Orange. Um, I actually I like it because a little bit of flavor and it's just a little carbonation for late at night without being popped to keep you awake. But yeah, but uh, speaking of like water and all of that, the the craziness that we've had um, with grocery shopping since this uh, coronavirus uh, pandemic thing has kind of come into existence has been pretty 
ridiculous. I know, um, like, when it, when it first happened, when they first, like, announced, like, what was going on and that stores were closing, people were kind of rushing out to get, like, toilet paper and disinfectant and paper towels and canned goods and stuff. Like, expecting, like, we're going to be shut down and that they're not going to have water, um, even though water companies were running, like, normal get a, if you're even unsure about tap, you can get a freaking water purifier, like, pitcher that you can pour the water into, or you can get one of those adapters for your faucet, whatever really bothers you, but it's not like we're going to be under a boil order anytime soon because of this, so, I don't know, I think that and the toilet paper, because the coronavirus at its base, it's not a, not a stomach bug, it's not something that's going to cause you to sit on the toilet for, um, like, 10 hours a day, so... I think people just panic and just grab the stuff they think they need. Um, but yeah, like we haven't, we haven't needed toilet paper in my house. We needed some paper towels just because we were out anyway. So we got some of those and, but it's still like the panic. Like I remember going through to get like a normal groceries and like they were out of tortillas and they were out of bread and they were out of like random fruit and random meat and all like it was I remember, like, they were almost, they were out of all peanut butter except Chunky, which was really weird. And then I found, like, a small thing of creamy, like, behind something on the wrong shelf, and I was able to grab it and get it for, like, our breakfast stuff, but it was crazy. And the fact that I had to go to, like, a different store to get some actual disinfectant because at the time we were trying to get stuff that we would need on our trip to Portland, like, little, like, personal wipes to keep on you so you can, like, wipe down your seat and armrests and stuff so just to help prevent anything but yeah I definitely need all that and we went through like did like wipe down the doorknobs and um note to self I saw this kind of as I was looking into something to talk about on this episode was that apparently if you have like brushed um nickel or the the bronze doorknobs and stuff you shouldn't use lice on it because it could discolor it uh enough people I saw on the internet have um I looked into it, it's not really a fake thing. It's something, I guess, that it can discolor the paint that's used to give us those kind of finishes. I have, like, all brass and brass-like knobs here, so haven't had that issue, but I know it's something that can be problematic. Because that's the last thing you was where you're trying to keep your house clean is, like, ruin a doorknob or your exterior knob or whatever, so something to keep in mind. Um, if you have that and you haven't done it to yourself yet, I think you can clean it using, like, the like, um, age renewal stuff for, like, uh, knobs and silver and stuff like that. So I heard that can help, but I haven't tested I haven't been in that situation, but... And I've had the darndest time trying to find, um, essentially rubbing alcohol. Uh, I'm working from home, I need a printer to print some stuff off, and, uh, I got a printer from, uh, my in-laws, because they got a new one and they just gave me their old one, because... The one printer I had didn't have, like, a scanner or a copier part to it, so it was just, like, a typical printer. And, um... But I was having the issue, like, it kept streaky printing. I know it's because it's a printer that's been kind of out of commission for a while, so the ink kind of dries up on the on the print head. And I read up on it that if you uh, soak it in, like, isopropyl alcohol overnight, it'll loosen up all of the, the dried ink, and then you can clean it, rinse it off, and then be back in commission so you actually have more ink than you thought you did and then I can actually use it for its purpose but I've tried um like I tried like my jewel I tried at Target I tried it 
Home Depot, Menards, Walgreens, all this stuff around me and nothing. Even though uh, rubbing alcohol is not really something you think to clean. I guess apparently there's a DIY way to make hand sanitizer with it. It's like rubbing alcohol and like aloe vera or something can make DIY hand sanitizer. But I don't know too much else about that. It still seems weird to be making your own hand sanitizer. But I would say this is why I'm staring at a bottle of Purell that I took from work because... Yeah, basically when our office closed on uh, last Tuesday, basically not really closed, but uh, basically sent everyone home to say work from home. So I like I took basically my whole desk area of stuff. Like I took my extra monitor and my dock and all of this stuff that I need for like a box. Those guys got fired, but I took all of my stuff with me. But um, I like bring. I have a fish at work, a little in a little tank, and I had to cup him up, take him home, put him in my big tank, and then. Well, that's something else I can talk about before I really get into, um, really the, kind of probably the reason you came to the show is kind of just a catch-up on me, because I've been a bit cooped up, and I haven't really talked to too many people outside of, like, family and some really close friends, but, uh, yeah, I had some, uh, fun experience over the past couple weeks, um, with the fish I keep. I had a, I guess a spawn, technically, I think, the way they're, so I have a some bristlenose plecos, which is like the, like, you know, the, the sucker fish, algae eater fish. The bristlenose ones that have like little, like, whiskers around their mouth. Um, and I noticed a couple weeks back that he had, um, he had caved up, which, um, they make a little cave for themselves when they're going into breeding season or breeding mode. Because they're like, the males are like penguins. They're the ones that kind of take care of the, the eggs to make sure they see to being born. Um, so I noticed that, and then, um, about, hmm, about early last week, I think, I noticed that they were, um, wigglers, which, um, basically they had hatched out of the egg, but they're still kind of eating off the, the egg that they're in. Kind of gross, but it basically that was it. And then, um, by the end of last week... They became free swimming, which is basically they're no longer they're out kind of exploring, which is good for them, but kind of sucks because they're not in like a tank uh, on their own. They're in a tank with other fish that'll see them as food. They're a lot of fish that don't even like eat other fish by nature, but they'll eat small, tiny things that move because it looks like live food to them. So had a bunch. I don't know how many I actually had. I have like videos of of uh, them when they first started moving around, and there was, seemed like, dozens. And now I'm pretty sure, um, there's a lot of eat, and I tried to rescue what I could, and the number I have, I put another tank so they'll be safe to kind of age out, and then I'm eventually gonna give some to some friends, um, and then probably sell the rest, um, is about, I think, eight now? I think I have eight in a separate tank, and I think there's one or two that are still in the, the tank with other fish, and if they can... So far, they've been smart, so if they're still there, um, they should be fine, but who's to say at this point? I'm, I'm planning to try breeding again better uh, next time, just so I can see if I can actually do it. Because I, I can breed, like, the live bear fish, or the guppies, and the mollies, probably those little colorful fish, but uh, the plecos was a new one for me, and that wasn't even planned. I just... I had a half of a, of like a uh, terracotta like planter pot in there that 
had broken. I was using it as decor, and they kind of made it, uh, kind of caved up in it. So that was kind of cool. So I now actually got a little um, one of the proper. Well, I would say a proper cave, but it's a uh, a terracotta watering stick. Uh, I got it on on the internet. So it's basically like you stick it in like a flower pot or um, in like a next to like a bush or like a rose plant. And you put like a water bottle on the other side of it. And then um, as it starts to dry out, the water will kind of condense into it. Like you've seen like those watering globes and stuff. It's kind of the same kind of idea. It'll penetrate through to help keep the plant watered more consistently. But it's um, it's the right shape, size, and length for um, a Pleco cave. Like they make professional ones, but they're more expensive. But this is the same kind of idea. They're just like a little hexagonal thing. And it's... Um, and the thing that's nice about that is that once the they become, they're no longer, uh, when they get out of their egg stage, basically, and they're kind of, um, they're more moving around, but they haven't left the cave yet, you can actually take them and the dad out in the, in the thing without losing any water, trench them out to a, a tank, and then take dad out, put him back, and then you actually have all the babies saved, and then you can feed them all more effectively without them being hunted down by the other fish in the tank. Like, I had the baby that I actually brought from my work tank. I think went to town and ate probably a dozen on his own, and I have angelfish that ate plenty, and there's other fish and probably other... So they just enjoyed the the meal there, but... Yeah, that was kind of my weird excitement, so... And, and my wife really enjoyed it because she was nice to see the little babies. Just because... Baby anythings are kind of cute, uh, whether they're uh, puppies, kittens, all of that. Anything that even like their gross thing kind of looks cute as a when they're first born. Um, so th- that was kind of my little fun uh, experience over the weekend. Especially when you're cooped up, you find the the nice things, and whether people might find mundane or unusual. But it was nice. I got chance uh, to focus on something else besides all this chaos. And it's like it was nice getting to actually like talk to him. Like I talked to my my ninety four year old grandma over the weekend to see how she was doing, and she's been good. Um, my relatives got all set up on her technology, so she's like she watched. Um, she's very Catholic, and she uh, she went to mass um, this past Sunday on her iPad, so she was able to watch it, like the live stream of it from her living room. So she didn't actually have to venture out, and like my other aunts got her all set up with food, so she has no reason to leave. And which is good at her age, and um, just overall quality of health and stuff. Any of the big thing like this could really uh, hurt. And as we've seen with the elderly already, it's just good to like. I would never go visit her right now, um, just knowing that because I'm not locked into my house. That in my casual trips I've made um, in the past few weeks could easily have. I could have been a carrier for the virus if I don't show any symptoms. And last thing I want is to give it to a relative that's more immunocompromised or older or younger or whatever that could cause a problem. So, yeah, definitely something to be mindful of. Um, but at the same time, uh, definitely don't super isolate yourself. Find ways to feel like you can connect with the world through um, Skyping with friends through calling friends like that so you don't feel as isolated because it can be just detrimental to your mental health as your uh, physical health through all of this. But yeah, I really have kind of been kind of kind of pussyfooting around the topic, which is 
kind of this coronavirus thing, which, um, even though it's been around for a while, is now become the forefront of thought and topic going on with this, um, basically with the world right now. That's all anyone can talk about, that Italy is essentially in a major, uh, disaster mode with all of this like they've seen a huge spike in deaths enough as like hundreds in one day and it's it's crazy that they can't it's the, the amount of it's plague level over there and um people are worried that the the course of action that the u.s is taking is basically following the same trajectory in terms of um reported cases and deaths that um we're following their trend as opposed to like um China and South Korea where they're kind of on the kind of coming out the other side of this thing um cases are minimizing they're able to reopen things that have been closed I just saw in an article that um China has reopened 500 movie theaters um over the weekend when we've closed essentially all of ours um so it's been kind of um interesting so and it's um and i've noticed that since a lot of people are more cooped up than usual that the amount of social media shenanigans and fake news that we've seen kind of plague us on a regular basis has been put into high gear um i know i've seen things as crazy as like uh joe biden has not um came out saying anything publicly um since the primary that people think maybe he died and that they're building a robot to replace him. Like, that's just crazy conspiracy bullshit, to be honest. Um, I think since then he's came out and said something today, like he, like yesterday or the day before, he said something about, uh, he's discussed with Obama um, with some of his ideas for a running mate. He already came out at the last debate saying his vice presidential candidate would be a woman, which um, would be a first for the world um so that's exciting but we've also seen that uh bernie sanders has been doing kind of public addresses on a daily basis he's uh shifted his funding to be relief for um people that have been affected by this either through um illness for them themselves or their family loss of work because they work in the retail industry that have closed all their their stores it's it's um interesting to see and really, honestly, since all this kind of went to the forefront, there's been very little talk of the election in general. Um, obviously, Illinois' primary was last Tuesday. Uh, that was a weird experience because uh, I went to the polling place for work. That was before my office closed down, so I went there in the morning. And typically, there's usually a line and usually a lot of people, and it was kind of a ghost town. Uh I think I was one of four people actively voting in one of the polling uh, desks with like the little block thing where you actually write in your, uh, fill out your ballot and do all that processing. And it was before the workout was like at like seven or something. And no, I think the total voting percentage was down like 30% or 40% or something from typical. And it's already, the voting level's already down so much in general anyway because the amount of apathy people have towards the towards voting so um yeah that was interesting and then really people haven't talked about i know there's not a there's not a primary this week 
Um, I don't know if any of the people are going to be canceling their primaries for next week. This is like the one thing that people are apprehensive to cancel or postpone. Um, I'm sorry, they can't cancel it, but they'd have to postpone it. Um, because they want to make sure from their standpoint that it doesn't, um, that everything's all processed like normal. Still interesting. I know just because when they print the ballots is that I still had good chunk of the Democratic candidates, even though there was only two worth voting for. I, I don't have an issue saying that I did vote Democratic in, uh, in this election. You don't need to know who I voted for for president because, um, it's mainly at the primary level. It's what's, uh, down the ticket that matters, uh, referendums that you need to vote for the, the state reps, the, um, city councils and stuff that are really going to affect your day-to-day basis. Um, so that was definitely, um, good to, to get out there, uh, exercise my civic duty to vote. I know there's also the, um, the census is out now for everyone to fill out. So hopefully everyone's doing that. I know that's due, I think, by the beginning of April. So everyone needs to kind of get on that if they haven't. Um, I don't know if they're planning on pushing that back. I know they've pushed back, like, the filing time for taxes. They've postponed the Olympics. They've postponed a lot of, like, concerts, music festivals. They've, they've postponed a lot of things. Everyone's just on lockdown. Everything's going to be essentially paused until summer kicks off, maybe into summer. It's it's hard to say. Um, I was just talking to my in-laws the, yesterday because... We did break out and uh, get dinner with them yesterday just to kind of get out of our own house and just have give them some company because it, it's fine, honestly. Um, if we were worried, we checked with them first if they were worried, and we weren't worried, so we did it. It's not like we hugged or anything. We just ate together, sat together, and left. Um, but yeah, they were, um, they were talking about like opening their pool up um, next month because public pools and stuff like that might still stay closed for the foreseeable future who's to say it's definitely impressive I even looked into um, there's a drive-in movie theater probably about 20 minutes from me give or take I thought well with uh, that would be a great thing to actually go to because it's just a chance to get out of the house you don't actually you can still practice social distancing by staying in your vehicle um, and watch a movie and still get to enjoy that the concession stand part would probably get a little weird but but that one doesn't open until May 1st anyway, so hopefully I'm out of um, kind of this stay-at-home self-isolation thing that um, Illinois is under. Obviously, it was for the betterment of everyone in Illinois. I'm fine staying, but I'm going to be very stir-crazy if I have to spend uh, all of April in addition to the weeks I've spent if, of March uh, kind of working from home and doing it that way. I, I will get very sick of it. But it's... It is what it is. I know there's been talk of certain schools just not coming back this school year, like I said earlier. But it's it's definitely unprecedented times. I know I've even had a hard time trying to keep up with all of this. I watched um, I've been a bad um, not really reporter, not really like news person, but the last um, I totally lost the word. Um, the last press conference I watched um, was the governor of Illinois uh, announcing the stay-at-home order for the state of Illinois and what's canceling, what's considered essential, all of that. That's the last thing I watched. I've been watching these daily briefings from Trump where he's been basically basically going off on what's um, 
how they're treating him during all of this and how he hopes to get everything opened up sooner rather than later. Uh, basically saying like, uh, essentially like the cost of lives lost versus what this will do to the economy. Uh, it's like, he's basically equated like saying, like I understand we might lose 1% of our population, but we need to get back to work for the economy. So I'm like, which is ridiculous to be honest. Like no amount of lives lost versus what the fate of the economy is worth it. Um, but I know that's what he's concerned about because he does like to see those numbers. He likes to equate how well he's doing to these numbers and they have not been doing well lately. Things have been tanking. The only thing that people have been probably enjoying about this is that the gas prices are now two bucks or under two bucks. Like I've seen it basically the in the teens, like two seventeen uh to as low as like 190 something which is unprecedented i don't think i've seen gas prices that low in quite a while one uh gas station that had like the like the gas it was like 179 i was like I, like when i started driving which has been oh god almost 15 years ago ah um it was just over two bucks right around two bucks that was like just the the trend it was going in and you know up to most four thirty, four forty or something like that, and now it's about what it was when I was starting. So it's down and just because uh no one's driving, so demand has just dropped off and Yeah, it's been interesting. I haven't had to get gas just because I haven't really had to leave the house. I I do need to get gas, but I don't need it for work tomorrow because I'm gonna wake up tomorrow, I'm gonna get my cup of coffee, I'm gonna resume my work day like normal. Um I today I took today off, which didn't make a lot of sense because I was already at home, but uh, Liz and I, like I said, we were enclosing our um, crawl space, putting in like access doors and all that. So that's what we spent that time doing. But I feel like I've been rambling, but this has just been kind of we're all kind of in like a what do they call it? Like I'm I'm slowly I'm just fading on all these uh, certain words I'm trying to come up with um, a holding pattern is what I'm saying. Like we're all kind of just here we can't for a lot of us we're not getting worse we're not getting uh better but we're kind of just like maintaining we're just going about our business the best we can and function semi-normally um yes we're able to like podcast with our like i noticed that there's like um a lot more people are podcasting i know there's a community i like uh jim gaffigan who's uh been around for a while i really like his stuff since his, like, tour, I think, probably got cut short because concert venues and everything have just kind of stopped. He's been live-streaming his dinners with his family for, like, the past, like, week. And the first time I thought, it was like, oh, that's kind of random, but he's been on it every day. And it's weird because, like, he's, like, five kids. Like, the oldest one's, like, a teenager. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, why? But he gets, like, a couple thousand views on it. It's random, but something to do it gives him a chance to be funny and show off his family and show what he does and got to see his giant new york apartment but new york is kind of in crazy right now with all of it but i really don't have too much else to say i don't really want to get into all the the nitty-gritty of what's going on out there um i'm already sick of all what's going on with um from the government side i think i know there's 
this economic stimulus bill that's trying to get passed through Congress that the the Republican one is very gray in terms of it's a bailout for a lot of big corporations, but it also earmarks money for people, but it's to like the Treasury Department that gets determined who gets what and how much and Trump said he would over it oversee it. It's it got a little weird and then the Democratic one wants to do more than just help people in the media. It's they need to come to like a true compromise that kind of gets uh, help for people that are out of work. Like I know people that just their normal income is just stopped because of what's going on, and there's not like unemployment. All that's all tricky and everything. It, so I'm hoping they're able to f- make either pausing for like rent, mortgage, all of that stuff that people have to deal with, utilities, and not just like oh well, we're just gonna hold this up. I hope there's something they can just like. Like, maybe it's like, all right, well, we're going to give you the next few months um, off from paying. And then we'll just divide up that total and just add it to your regular bills over the next year or 18 months or whatever. And just be like, okay, that's what we're going to do. So it's like, oh, you're going to pay like, oh, like 20 bucks more on all your stuff for the next few months after that. But it's better than having to pay the big sums now, maybe. I don't know. But, um... I know I'm not really in that position that uh, some people out there are, so I'm hoping this stimulus package helps. Um, I've also heard things like, oh, even if you get it, it's still going to be like a forward on your tax return for next year, or it could be considered a gift, which is still considered your taxable income. I don't know. There's a lot of gray to this. I haven't dug into it too much because I've been kind of hating the inundation of news and people sharing their opinions on social media that I've just kind of tried to turn off from all of it. Um, and I think it's because you're at home so like the thing you do to kind of escape out is to go on social media or to go on the news and it's just it sucks <laughs> like I, um, but I'm hoping it kind of plug back in uh, kind of once I get back into the swing of things with work tomorrow and see how uh, what the, basically what the world's coming to um, but yeah, I really don't have too much else to say. This has been kind of a... I guess this really is kind of a, a quarantine edition of Poor 360. Everything's a little off because everything is out of norm for March, for the show, for everything. But um, I think this extra time will allow me to kind of uh, prep. And I know when I come back with another episode in two weeks, um, there'll be more to discuss. Uh, there is a primary next week, I believe, that... Um, Depending on if it gets postponed or not, we'll kind of see what shakes out of it. Otherwise, uh, we'll see. I know I have a, like I know I pulled up a the wiki of basically like the timeline of the coronavirus and like based number of cases, basically our trajectory we're going in. I really don't want to get into all the the weeds of this right now. This might have been why you came to the show, and for that I apologize. But it's just you're probably seeing just as much stuff as I am through all of this. Um, Seeing that the total number of cases reported as of today is in the U.S. is forty-one thousand four hundred forty-four people. When on last week, uh, today on the sixteenth, it was four thousand. So it went from four thousand in change to forty-one thousand in change. It's crazy, and it's just gonna—it's just gonna go up from there. Like we've seen it with. Uh, 
with other countries that they're just on this upward trend. And you can actually see it here. It's just every day it's going up between 20 and 30 percent. Um, and no, it's it's not necessarily the true that it's actually that many people. It's just that many people are getting tested, and that's what's causing the number to rise. Um, but hopefully we can uh, get through to see the other side, and hopefully it does come sooner rather than later. But no sooner than is necessary. Um, and honestly, like for all the people out there that are going out and hoarding and taking their much, just think of what you need. Like I remember actually seeing someone did the math about people who are getting like those like pallet loads of toilet paper and water. It's like, but someone said basically like for the amount of toilet paper you need it equals like like forty shits a day. And I was like, yeah, there's no way you need that many. Like. I don't know. And you're not... Even people who don't normally buy toilet paper because they do all their business at work. I don't know. I know some people are like that. They basically... For, like, for the most part, that's kind of my situation without being too gross about it. Um, but... Yeah, it's... Uh, it's definitely strange times. And uh, we'll see kind of where we stand in two weeks. In two weeks, it'll be... What, the beginning of April? Yeah, it'll be April 7th. This is the next episode. We'll see. That'll be right before the stay-at-home order is supposed to end. So we'll see if that means Illinois is going to open back up. It's going to mean we're extending it a couple more weeks. We're going to push it through May. I don't know. Um, we'll kind of see what happens and see who hasn't killed their spouse or girlfriend from all this chaos. But no, I'm just joking. Don't. I'm just talking about infighting. Just when you're in sharing a common space for a long period of time, getting a little stressed, a little cabin feverish, but. Yeah, definitely don't think that would be issue. There might be some squabbles out there, but nothing nothing crazy. But that will do it for episode 61 of Poor360. A very um, quarantined edition of the show. I have been Andrew Poor, and you guys have a great week, and thank you for listening. Bye. <laughs>